Evidence leader Ndutu Zelovanara started by questioning the minister's attitude towards the inquiry. This followed three letters she had written questioning the motives of the MPs. Banara asked her what she had done to assist the process since it was aimed at helping an entity in her portfolio. What I see is a behavior of a minister who is very obstructionist because he's asking all of these questions, it would appear, for the sake of asking questions, not for the sake of assisting the committee. I must tell you that I feel that I've used what legal recourse and constitutional recourse was available to me to ask you questions, and I'm sorry that you found that obstructionist. Brown insisted all she wanted was fairness. Mass murderers and rapists are entitled to be informed of allegations witnesses will make against them in order to defend themselves. They are entitled to cross-examine those making allegations against them, but not ISCOM nor the DPE. I note that none of the committee members have insisted on a more balanced process. You certainly didn't cover yourself in glory by blithely listening to Ms. Daniels' contradict evidence that she has given to you in the past. Almost all MPs asked Brown whether she had met the Guptas or any of their associates. Despite persistent questioning by EFF MP Floyd Chivambu, she was adamant that the last Gupta she had had anything to do with was 15 years ago. I have never, my executive functions, I have never met a Gupta around any of my functions that I have to perform as an executive head of my department. I have not met a Gupta. I know who they are. I know who they are. You know, have you ever met Salim Issa in the, in the recent past? You have never met him anyway. You have never seen him anyway in the recent past. I don't know Salim Issa. Brown spent the whole evening denying knowledge of a meeting between former ESCOM board chair Zola Zotzi and President Jacob Zuma. She eventually cracked under heavy questioning by ANC MP Mondli Gungubele. You say you, the first time you hear about Mr. Tutsi and the role of the president with regard to this issue, it's, it's in this hearing. Did I hear you saying that? Mr. Tutsi didn't come back and tell me no, about if, it. If, if it has been on newspapers long time ago. It was reported on radios where Mr. Tutsi was reported as saying, I had... A discussion president, and the president is concerned about this matter. Mr. Gungabele, I today I heard it, but I could have I I could have probably heard it before. I'm very sorry. I I can't please, remember please. it. The inquiry chairperson had to intervene when Brown and her former cabinet colleague Pravin Gordon engaged in a slanging match. The department doesn't tell me in the memo. They tell your DG uh, at the time. Um, that the case is weak. That's ESA as far as I'm concerned. I receive a memo who's that he, says... Who's ESA? It's your ESA. I I'm, haven't I'm seen reading it. from an affidavit. Well, I haven't seen it. No, we're going to make it available to you. I'm sure your staff can make it available. So don't, your only problem is that you haven't seen it. But it could no. well be true. No, that no, that's not my only problem, Mr. Gordon. What is the problem? Mr. Gordon... Faced with the contrasting statements of Tsotsi and the minister, Shivambu resorted to the scriptures. Mr. Zolatsozi took an oath and he said, so help me God, and Minister Brown took an oath as well. And the last time I checked, Exodus 20 verse 7 says that 
Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him or her guiltless that taketh his name in vain. This afternoon, it is the turn of the board of ESCOM to appear before the committee. I am Joseph Musia in Parliament.